Annie McKenzie here, and you're listening to Freshman Founders, a podcast for people who are interested in starting their first business and want to know how it really works. Whether you're a business major, interested in the startup lifestyle, or passionate about making a particular change in the world, this podcast is the one for you. Hello, welcome to Freshman Founders. My name is Mackenzie. And my name is Channing. And we are your co-hosts. We're the co-founders of Evamore, an online platform that connects vetted entertainment with event planners, venues, corporate companies, and college campuses. Private event planners can just go on our website, put in their budget, their date of their event, and what kind of music they're looking for. And artists that are on our platform can respond and say, hey, I want to play. I would play for this amount of money. And we really make it easy for all parties involved. Uh, We built this out of Nashville, Tennessee. We have grown this to service over 38 campuses in the Southeast, in Midwest. We're servicing some of the most major live venues um, in Nashville now, and we are also working with um, international corporate companies to provide entertainment for their events. We have about 100 artists per region Um, We're really focused in the southeast right now, but hoping to expand nationwide this year and get all new artists and event planners. So we thought it'd be important for this first episode to talk about our story, to answer some questions we get a lot about how did we get started? Why are we doing it this way? And so we just want to kind of take you on that journey. And then we think it will make a lot of sense why we are freshman founders. We moved to Nashville in 2012 to go to Belmont University. I came from Elkhart, Indiana. Shannon came from Boston, Massachusetts. Talk about those RVs. (laughs) That's for a later day. (laughs) Um, But we wanted to, we both wanted to study music. I came for music business. Shannon came for songwriting. And we always kind of had a passion for music and knew that we wanted to work in music but not necessarily be an artist or a performer, but we wanted to um, really support those people and had no plan of starting a business or even studying business, which we later took up the entrepreneurship major. Um, But we just totally kind of, it kind of fell into our lap. Totally. And the way that I think, you know, we all look at Belmont and Nashville and just the current situation of the city blowing up is it was kind of this like vortex for everything just happening the way it should. I mean, the fact that we had, you know, at least 15 live shows to choose from to go to every single night, screw homework. Like that's what we were doing. So it just, it makes sense that we were just surrounded by it and we had to be a part of it, even though we didn't even realize that's what we were doing. (laughs) In the moment. We really got started by our frustration for missing Mm. a lot of these events. Um, We were frustrated by the setup of the live industry, uh, the live music scene, and we were not the only ones that felt that way. A lot of our friends felt that way, too. So it kind of gave us the confidence to um, think that, hey, we're not the only ones with a problem. Maybe we should try and solve it. We were freshmen at the time, and I remember we were sitting at dinner at Merchants on Broadway. Somehow ended up there with my dad. And I remember we were <laughs> I remember we were sitting there and we were explaining to him that, 
you know, there would just be all of the, like, a slew of posters just, like, all over Belmont's campus. And it's like, go to this show, go to this show, go to this show. I remember we missed, like, one of our favorite bands at the time. And that next day we were like, we need to have, you know, an online platform to see what's going on based on our likes and dislikes. And let's just build it ourselves Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So this business was called What's Hubbin'. Everyone laughs. It's fine. We th- we were serious. We thought it was great at the time. I mean, what's hubbing? Like, it's like what's happening, and the Nashville is the music the hub. hub. So you know, we're kind of combining the phrases. What's hubbing? But we wanted the hub. I remember the hub dot com. That was, was like taken. some bus system or something. I was like, oh, okay. We uh, have since changed our name, which is I think best for everybody. So to promote what's hubbin and to kind of get shows on the platform we just started doing our own and we started putting on festivals we started putting on shows in venues on campuses and next thing we knew in our sophomore year we had put on over 80 shows it was all we were doing for fun um and we were making money at it. And that's what we were better at that's what we were getting people to come out to they knew us as the girls who were throwing the parties, not the girls that had a cool website. (laughs) I remember the summer of 2013, we were home in our hometowns, but we were still having calls like every morning, early before our internships and our jobs about what's hubbing and about building the software and with this company that was doing the development for us. That's right. We were working with... um, Claudia, our project manager, working yeah. with all the overseas developers in Hyderabad. And I remember that you flew to Boston mm-hmm. to work so that we could all work together in the software building. And we didn't have any clue what went into building a website. I mean, literally no idea. We didn't know how to talk to developers. We didn't know what HTML was or what languages there were you know there's so we were music kids yeah we didn't know music (laughs) and so we learned a lot about technology through that process and kind of really learned the hard way how much money you can spend on it how much money you can waste on it if you're going to be running a tech company you can't go in blindly and it was so huge for us because now we are vigilant with our tech planning we even picked up some coding classes because we're like we just need to understand what these people are saying so we started making contacts with venues like at soul shine pizza on division street in nashville and once a month we would book about four or five artists we'd have a theme um, and the artists would play covers or originals both and we would just try and pack out the place and we would just be promoters for that event And we would always book different kinds of music. We also did an event called Get Out of Town. It was on a farm in Franklin, Tennessee. We did everything from planning the parking to the production, lighting, stage, booking the artists, ticketing. We did a lot of house shows. So people would have parties at their homes and they would want music for people to dance to. And so we would kind of brand our What's Hubbin' business around these house parties and have bands come and play and charge tickets at the door and and so people started associating us with live events 
And they would even come to us with ideas that they would have. And they would say, like, just our friends or even kids out of college would say, oh, I've always had this cool idea. I really want to throw an event, but I don't really know how to start. You guys obviously know what you're doing. Help me out. People still come up to us about that. We need to just do another one. I know. Um, So we were building this platform, putting on these events. We started winning business plan competitions. They, you know, started getting recognition from that. We were still in school being placed in the Nashville Business Journal, Tennessean, a couple others, I remember. And we were just so surprised. Like, our family friends would be like, you're on the front page of the Tennessean today. We're (laughs) like, what? And it's just crazy stuff. We didn't even know. I mean, going to classes with Devin Dawson, Baylor Wilson, Cassie Ashton, I mean, Chris Jones from Coin. It's just like there are so many. It's an it's incredible. In 2014, when we were putting on you know these 80 shows or so in one school year, I think that's when we started figuring out like maybe what's hubbing was a stepping stone to what we are actually going to be doing. When we won a business plan competition at Belmont our sophomore year. There were a couple of very integral judges there, and one of them was Phil Schmerling. He's incredible. He um, he runs In Crowd Capital, and he was a judge, and he came up to us afterwards. He was like, you need to go to the Entrepreneur Center. The Entrepreneur Center is a place where people who have ideas for businesses can go, whether uh, it doesn't matter how far along you are in that idea Uh, You can kind of go and meet people, get mentorship, um, take specific classes, and really uh, it's a great place for entrepreneurs to connect in Nashville. So we went to this orientation at the Entrepreneur Center. There's also this crazy accelerator called Project Music. It's an all-day, 14-week crazy experience to get you with um, really knowing how to run a successful business. I remember we had to stand up 30 seconds, say what we did. And I remember my hands were shaking, like just thinking back to how hard it was to even like speak public speak. Mm -hmm. So the end of project music was us pitching to a room full of 400 plus investors at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. We were on that stage, which was crazy. And we had had a lot of training on how to pitch, how <laughs> to speak, how to use your body language, which was so different. I would love to see our first pitch and our last, how different they were. And we were accepted, which we were totally not expecting. Um, it wasn't really for college students. We planned to be full-time students. Um, it'd be first semester of our junior year and we just wanted to go for it. We, even before we were accepted, we went ahead and we, um, got classes (laughs) that were on opposite ends of the day. So we had 8 a.m.s every day and then we had like 5 30 PM night classes so that we could have the big chunk of the day every single day if we were to be accepted. Mm-hmm. There was only eight companies accepted. We were one of those eight. We were the only female founders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were the youngest by like 10 years. It was a huge, it was a huge like learning experience and it really had us grow up fast. Big time. It was perfect timing because 
like Mackenzie was saying, that was right when we had just put on all these events. We were starting to really see the strength of us in that execution. But then we also had learned so much about event planning. And so really like day two of this accelerator, we really had to sit down and think about what we wanted our business to be moving forward. And we instantly knew, we looked at each other, we're like, it's not what's hubbin. It's not this event discovery platform. Everything we did in all these events, there were some things that were so hard that technology could probably assist. And so that was huge for us to even kind of look at something we love to do and then add technology to it. Project Music also really taught us how to validate our idea and, you know, learn that just because you have a problem doesn't mean everybody else has a problem. And so we really spent that whole accelerator process figuring out who was going to be our customer. And we did figure out that it would be private event planners. And we really got started booking a lot of um, events on college campuses, especially at fraternities and sororities. At the end of Project Music, we were flown to New York City and we had, it was crazy, back-to-back meetings with some of the biggest and that really showed us the gravity and the scale of what our startup could become with correct partnerships. People like, you know, Sony, there was a lot of label um, and a lot of publishing meetings. Google was awesome and YouTube alongside of that. And just, you know, some great meetings with artists. Ryan Leslie, he's killer. We love meeting with him. And so that was definitely a great first business trip to New York City. And so a big thing that we came away with was the opportunity to raise money with a venture capitalist. But their contingency was that we had to drop out of school. And so we talked to a lot of our mentors. We really were kind of stuck um, in this decision. We only had one year left, but we decided not to quit. We decided to stick it out. And Stayed I'm so, in school, mom. Yeah, mom's happy about that for <laughs> sure. Although my student loans... Uh, or not. No, I wish I didn't have to pay so much there, but... <laughs> we... Really, I'm so glad we did stay in school because we were not ready to go full time with that business yet. We still had so much work to do. And we spent senior year vetting even more. I mean, we we skipped some class and went to 30 campuses just to knock on doors and go, you know, what's going on? What do you think of this? How does it? It was so much customer vetting that we needed time to do. And with that VC, let's not forget to mention it wasn't only leaving senior year, but it was also... (laughs) fratparties.com is what he wanted Can you us go? to change the business to. Man, it's like... I know what's hubbing was bad, but, but come fratparties.com. No. And and we'll talk more about the foundation of Eva Moore, why we chose that name. You know, naming is mm-hmm. such a big thing, and oh, that's yeah. a whole episode on its own. But that was so opposite to what our core values and the reason we were doing Eva Moore Um, So we had to say no. And that's yet another episode later on about investors. Mm -hmm. Right after we did this big pitch at the Country Music Hall of Fame, we had a launch party for Eva Moore for all of our advisors and friends and family. I'll add that video, too, because it was pretty (laughs) bougie. bougie. (laughs) It was nice. It was. We got our hair done. Oh, yeah. We went for it because that was the brand we're giving off with Eva Moore, you know? (laughs) 
Um, the, I, I just re- will always remember we weren't even 21 yet. That's and right. I was just like, I just want a glass of champagne at our party, our launch party. That we're paying for. It was a whirlwind, you know, after meeting with all those investors, having our launch party. And then what was kind of crazy is we were back in summer school. Yeah. <laughs> needed to keep on going. But like Mackenzie said, it was really important for us to be in school, having the time to vet our customers. We spent that whole summer, we were on the road, basically, um, just talking to potential clients, getting contacts, testing our platform, getting their feedback, showing it to them on iPads. And that end of the year was, it was really huge for us. We won entrepreneur, young entrepreneurs of the year at the next awards. And that was, that That was was just awesome, awesome, you know, to, to do that together, not to be cheesy, but that was a really cool moment. It it was just, it was very solidifying because we went into 2016. This is the year we're graduating. Mm-hmm. We had won um, Startup of the Year through NC, oh man, it's NVIC? NVIC, NCVIC. Something. We won Something. Startup of the Year <laughs> from a Vanderbilt kind of accelerator type thing. And we somehow graduated. We just were really on time. On time. 2016 May. Hell yeah. That was the plan. And it was, it was crazy because those last three months, you know, of that semester, it was really focused on, okay, now's the time to raise that investment that we initially said no to. We know what we need to do. We're going to, we know who our customer is, what they want. Exactly. And, um, we definitely ran into some roadblocks because then we got kind of the response from investors, and potential buyers, you know, oh, well, we want to see you guys like six months out of school and you're for sure doing this. And that was frustrating for us because we were like, no, we're so dedicated to this. Like, this is all we want to do. We promise we'll be doing this in six months. Hey, y'all, it's 2018. We're still rocking. But, you know, it was frustrating. And there was a shining star. <laughs> Joe, we love you. He helped us raise our very first investment. Not a ton of money, but he believed in us enough to just write us a check when we were worried about not getting any money. We were about to graduate. We're not looking for jobs, trying to build our business. Oh, yeah. Expressed to him that we were having trouble getting everyone to commit to this round that we were raising because no one would want to make the first move. And he did it. So since we've graduated, we've had a ton of great success. Not only with our business model and getting new clients nationwide, but we have had articles in Forbes, Nashville Business Journal, Forward Beat, Tennessean, various panels, conferences. We've talked to a lot of different college campuses about being a young entrepreneur. And we've started not only working on colleges, but now we are doing tons of corporate events. We are working with all types of new clients, venues. Brought on our CTO, actually revamped the platform. We're really listening to our customers. And I think the reason that we're able to stay alive is that we we really listen to the needs, you know, of our customers. And then we listen to the feedback of our mentors. We are <laughs> more excited than ever. And thank you for listening to our story here. It's really led us to what Evermore is today. 
And so in this podcast, we want to take those key experiences, lessons learned, and just, you know, natural startup adoption. And we want to talk about those with you in really clear, compact lessons. So we're going to try and unpack some of these lessons in order of how we learn them, because it's easy for us now to look back out of college on the business we were building while we were in college and just see wow, we did a lot of things wrong the first time around. We've had so much support from advisors and mentors that we really just want to give back some of that knowledge to people who are trying to start a business and trying to learn what that process is. Maybe you're in school studying business. Maybe you studied something totally different or never went to school. But There's tons of mistakes that we made that we think we've learned a lot from and can really share that knowledge. So we really want each episode of Freshman Founders to focus on a different topic in building a business. And next episode, we're really going to talk about validating your idea. And is this a idea that not only is going to make money, but is going to solve a problem?